Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Allen West, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. You gotta light them up before they burn it down. Better dig deep, put them in the ground. But on their hands, they're held bound. Save us all. I have a big concern. You know, my phone just blew up Monday evening. Because all of a sudden, and this is a place that I've been to several times, because as you know, I was a congressional representative down in South Florida. And as a matter of fact, this place was part of the district that I had the honor and privilege of representing. And that's Mar-a-Lago. And when I heard about the FBI conducting a raid, and I know that there are some people in saying they were nice, they kind, they kind of showed up, there was no real raid. Anytime someone shows up unannounced, pretty much, with a warrant, a search warrant for your home, and the lights are blaring and everything, and they're walking around with long guns, and they just ransack your place, and they just take a bunch of things, that's a raid, folks. That's not you know, a, a, a courtesy visit. A former president of the United States of America had his private residence raided by the Federal Bureau of, of Investigation. A former president of the United States of America having his private residence raided by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. See, I grew up watching the FBI. Remember Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., Sunday nights on ABC? That was a respected and lauded organization. Not anymore. It's a politicized, weaponized organization. And here's the real thing. You know, when you have Karine Jean-Pierre, the mouthpiece of the Biden administration, saying that the president didn't know anything about this, no one in the White House knew anything about this, that's not good. And even he did know about it and approved it, that's still not good. So either way, either we have a rogue agency in the Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau of Investigations that's just going out there and doing whatever they want, or we have a willful targeting of a former president and a potential presidential candidate for 2024. That's not how we roll in the United States of America. That's the essence of tyranny. That's the essence of fascism. That's the essence of Marxism. That's the East German Stasi police state. And so Tuesday morning, when I awakened to go out for my morning run, it was a completely different America that I awakened in. And it's an America that I never would have thought that I would live in. You know, I took a note to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I never thought that we would so clearly see enemies of the Constitution of the United States of America right here. Let me bring up some points that, you know, I kind of thought about as I prepared to speak to you all. I remember a decade ago, 
I was down at a town hall meeting in Martin County down in South Florida. Nice lady stepped up, asked me a question. She said, Colonel, I'm very concerned. Congressman, I'm very concerned about, you know, I think these people are socialists that we have up there that you're, you're, you're fighting against, so that they're, they're trying to undermine and take over our country. And look, I said, ma'am, they're not just socialists. They're communists. I said, there's about 75 to 80 of them. They're in the Congressional Progressive Caucus. Now, all of a sudden, I became the target of a lot of criticism to include in our own Republican Party. But the bottom line, when I articulated some of the policies, the things that the Congressional Progressive Caucus was pushing, when I explained to people who the progressives were and how they came here to the United States of America from Europe, they could not come in and say they were communists, so they came up with this name, Progressive. I talked about the Woodrow Wilson administration. I talked about some of the things from Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I talked about the things from the Lyndon Baines Johnson administration, Jimmy Carter administration, and we were seeing those things from the Obama administration. Because progressive, communist, Marxist, socialists, they don't believe in the power of the individual, their rights, their freedoms and liberties. They believe in the institution of government being supreme over the individual. And now, today, a decade later, we have individuals that are serving as representatives in the United States of America, in the House and the Senate. They're avowed socialists. They say they're progressives. They say they're Marxists. This is being taught in our college and university campuses. So this is not something that just popped up all of a sudden. This was something that I called out a decade ago. But it's been going on 50, 60, 70 years. And here we are. It's not just the weaponizing of the Department of Justice, which started in the Obama administration with Eric Holder. But it's also we have seen the weaponizing of the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS. And guess what? This Inflation Reduction Act, 87,000 new IRS agents. The fact that the IRS is out there purchasing ammunition. Why? That should be a concern. If you want to reduce inflation, you just reverse the policies of these past 18 months to take us back to where we were with 1.6 to 1.8% inflation, not 9.1%. Why are we spending $80 billion to hire 87,000 new IRS agents? And this whole thing about they're only going to go after people that are making more than $400,000 a year. You don't need 87,000 new IRS agents to go after that small segment of the American economic strata. There's something to miss here. And let's not forget how the IRS under Barack Obama was weaponized in Lois Lerner and what they did going after the Tea Party movement. No one said anything. Nothing was ever done. I just mentioned Eric Holder in the Department of Justice. Remember the New Black Panther voter intimidation case? Eh, nothing was done by Eric Holder in the Department of Justice. Remember Operation Fast and Furious? where our own presidential administration was actually shipping weapons down to Mexico so that the cartels could use them so that then we could say that we've got to shut down the Second Amendment here in the United States of America, gun manufacturing. And oh, by the way, a United States Border Patrol agent by the name of Brian Terry lost his life because of Operation Fast and Furious. But what happened? Nothing. 
You want to weaponize the FBI to go after a former president about classified documents? Nothing happened with Sandy Berger when he went into the National Archives. A former national security advisor goes into the National Archives and steals documents. Felony offense. Nope. Just a misdemeanor. Or how many emails did Hillary Clinton destroy? How many government devices did she destroy? She had classified information. Top secret, secure compartmented information, TSSCI information, on a private server in her own residence. FBI never showed up at her home. See, the problem that we are facing is this two-tiered system of justice. And this two-tiered system of justice is based upon, if you're in the camp of the progressive socialists, the leftists, the Marxists, the communists, the statists, there are different rules. But if you can somehow incite a person to go and shoot up a GOP baseball team at a practice, you're not held accountable. But yet, this whole January 6th thing that continues on, and as a matter of fact, we've created our own version of the Bastille with Americans being held without being charged, being detained, violation of their constitutional rights. But justice is only applied politically or ideologically from the purview of the progressive socialist left. It's the same DOJ with this little five foot two munchkin, Merrick Garland, who says that parents, if you show up and say, we don't want critical race theory, we don't want this cultural Marxism taught to our kids, you're a domestic terrorist. You, you, people that show up outside the homes of Supreme Court justices, that's okay. Go ahead, threaten to kill them, as one person did. We're not going to stop it. We're not going to shut it down. We're not going to enforce the law. Why? Because you don't go along with our ideological agenda. We want to murder babies in the womb. And if you have made a decision constitutionally based, Supreme Court justices, that we can't do that, we can't rule from on high, then, yeah, we're going to allow people to threaten you, to intimidate you, to coerce you, to try to get you to change your mind. We have a Department of Justice, FBI, all of them. They cannot find a single member of Antifa. That's a domestic terrorist organization. Going out, burning down buildings. Killing police officers, blinding police officers with lasers, things of this nature. And they're well organized. They're out there marching around, dressed in black with their faces covered and masked. Now, if that were to happen in Afghanistan, we call that the Taliban. But it's happening here, and it's okay. Or you can have an organization like Black Lives Matter, Inc., led by avowed Marxists. And the things that they do to threaten and call out for the murder of police, Department of Justice says, that's okay. Nobody's raiding their homes. You know, the home of the founders of Black Lives Matter that they took their donations to buy. I think they're up to like three different homes now. 
but nothing's happening to them. Churches are being vandalized and attacked. Pro-life centers are being burned to the ground. But the Department of Justice and the FBI, I guess they just don't have time to deal with that. But they had time to raid the private residence of a former president. Here's the bottom line. And what they're clearly evidencing. They'll come after anybody. And if you don't realize that they will come after you, if you don't realize that 87,000 new IRS agents, it's not meant for people that are making over $400,000 a year. It's meant for anybody that they can go after, just like the IRS did with the Tea Party movement, a constitutional conservative grassroots movement, just everyday Americans who did not like the incredible runaway spending in Washington, D.C. So what do we do now? We got to understand that the battle lines have been drawn. There is an ideological civil war that is happening here in the United States of America. It pains me to say that. I pray that it does not get escalated. But the other side has shown that they will. The other side has shown that they're willing to do like every single authoritarian, autocratic dictatorship has done, first and foremost, disarm the people to turn them away from being citizens into subjects. But we cannot fall into a trap. We cannot be reactionary. See, this is where the GOP needs a strategic plan. This is where we need that concerted grassroots strategic plan. First and foremost, we need to get you involved. We've got to get you engaged in this upcoming midterm election cycle. We need the poll workers. We need the poll watchers. We need the people out there, scouts out, eyes out there, to make sure that there's no nefarious actions that are going on. You need to be resolute. You need to be focused. You need to be talking to people and get them to understand how critical a moment this is in the life cycle of the longest-running constitutional republic that this world has ever known. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Department of Justice, has weaponized itself against the American people. And if President Joe Biden knew nothing about this, who did? Who sat down and said, yep, this is cool. Go ahead and do it. We're going to find out. And I think when we find out, we'll be very, very appalled. When I think about the people on the left, the mainstream media, CNN, MSNBC, how interesting it was, Andrew McCabe commenting on this issue. The disgraced former deputy director of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. They have no shame. But to see how giddy they were, to see the smirking, to see the laughing, to see the smiling, talking about, you know, if you get a newspaper, you should remember this moment and remember where we were. Yeah, I remember. I remember that this is the day that the progressive socialists left, the Marxists, the statists, the communists in the United States of America fully declared war against the American people by going after a former president in his private residence. I did not take an oath to see this happen in my country. 
and I will stand up and push back against this. I will use my voice. I will not surrender. I will not retreat. The only thing that I know is victory. And the victory starts in these midterm election cycles. We have got to get the House. We have got to get the Senate. And my message to you Republicans out there, find your big boy pants. Now's not the time to back down. Mayor Garland needs to be brought before. Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, who says continuously that the board is secure, he needs to be brought before you. And if need be, the Constitution gives you the ability to impeach and remove these individuals. It has to be done because the American people deserve better. The people that have fought and died for this country, the people that have come to this country because they wanted to escape the exact same type of banana republic tactics that we just saw happen on Monday of this week. We owe it to them. You owe it to them. And we owe it to our children and grandchildren that they will grow up in liberty and freedom and not tyranny and subjugation. I remain steadfast and loyal to the Constitution of the United States of America. And I pledge my life, my fortune, my sacred honor to always uphold that oath. Before they burn it down 